The Tape Never Lies Network. Starts now. TTNL's Keeping It Fantasy, the best fantasy show on TTNL. So, <laughs> week nine is in the books, and the home stretch for the playoffs has begun. So, let's get to it. Let's bring on the boys, Mr. <laughs> Chris Jackal and Mr. Ivan Marcus. That was well done. Fun. You like Good that? Well done. I like that. Not on the planet yet, just TTNL. Yeah, we're just starting. <laughs> It's just a, it's hey, that's fantasy show and TTNL Network, baby. That's, right, that's, that's right. perfect. Perfect stuff. Well, welcome back, guys. Welcome to Keeping It Fantasy. Before we get started, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the Tape Never Lies Network. Make sure you go ahead and check out the tapeneverlies.com to become a patron on our patron channel. Not that expensive. Great content. All the extra TTNL, uh, extra less, DDP less breakdowns. Less than a blue check mark. Less than a blue check mark on Twitter. Uh, you get all the TTNL breakdowns, you get all the extra shows, bonus shows, pop-up shows, all that great stuff. Fellas, it has been an interesting week. Jackal was telling us a nightmare story behind the scenes. And I don't know if you want to relive that real quick, Jackal, but I just, it's, yeah. it's been, real quick before you start, it's been a rough go of it. For me and for Jack, every time I hear Jackal's story, Jackal has like these horror stories. I'm like, man, I hope you survive. Like, I hope you get, I hope you get out of this season with at least maybe a playoff push. But it doesn't sound like it. It depends. Well, that's what happens when you do uh, when you're in a lot of fantasy leagues, right? You end up with all sorts of different scenarios, right? Um, first off, good evening, boys. I hope we're all doing well. You know, um, Tuesday night, here we are. But yeah, man, I took a fucking crazy beat last night watching uh, the. The, the Ravens defense just slowly their points ticked away, ticked away. And I was on, I didn't have the defense and I ended up losing by 0.2 points. One, like mm. 100.38 to 100.18. I, I just like looked at it and I was like, really? Like, and I text my buddy who I was playing and he was just like, dude, that's just tough to swallow. And yeah, sure as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Sure as shit. It's tough to swallow. <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that sucks. That just came out. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no, that's. Not. I mean, it happens to all of us, right? I mean, you get. Yeah. Especially in the, in the decimal. I'm not a big fan of the decimal stuff, mm-hmm. but I mean, you know, it's it is what it is. It, it, it's the majority it. of leagues, but you know, hey, it happens, and you just gotta try to win the next week. Live to fight another day. Hey, playoff play pushes here, though. Claude likes dealing with whole numbers. So whole numbers, yes. Whole numbers. Keep so it make it si- keep it simple. Yeah, with so the playoff push, with the playoff push, we're you know it's actually good because you know we're gonna actually talk about some waiver wire pickups today. But you know, let's go ahead and start it off. Studs and duds for the week. I, look, I, I'm gonna so let who's, gonna, you, who's, gonna, who's, gonna, who's gonna who's gonna say the obvious stud of the week, right? Who wants to do it? Jackal, you want to talk about him? No, I'll let Claudio go. Go Claudio, ahead, go kick it off. Claudio, kick it off. Okay. All right. Darnell. No, 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 no. <laughs> Justin Fields. We all know it's Justin Fields. He's the talk of the league. 
it's not yeah. just a bear thing right now. It, this is literally the talk of the league. Everybody's flipping their fucking uh, their narratives on them, uh, you know, in the in the media. But uh, yeah, I mean, four total touchdowns. The dude breaks a record for most rushing yards for a quarterback, you know, in the regular season. So 178 yards. 178 yards. I mean. You know, it's a beautiful thing. As Bear fans, obviously, it's a beautiful thing. And But in real, in fantasy world, this guy is a dangerous weapon who needs to be in your lineup and starting most weeks because yeah. he's only getting better as the, as the you know, year goes on. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, over the last four weeks, he's had, depending on your league, somewhere around 110, 111 fantasy points. Tops in all fantasy football. Um, he is absolutely dominating the sport in terms of football and fantasy um, for, you know, for the stat nerds over here. Uh, but it, it's just crazy it, it, to think the the streak that he's on. What's, it's three straight games of 20 plus points in any format. Uh, last week, 47 and a half points. I, in one league I had him, I had 55 points with him because of bonuses and all sorts of crazy shit. The guy is just a fantasy monster. It's nine. What was it? Fifteen carries, one hundred seventy-eight yards. He threw for one hundred and thirty. One, two, one, two, three. One, two, three. Thank you, thank you. Um, every but three week, touchdowns. But three yeah. touchdown passes. Yeah. Two in the red zone. Which two in is the red even zone. Better to see, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're and, doing yeah. the things that work for him. More movement. You know, they're 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 doing the play action. They're getting they're bootlegged. They're letting him attack the edges of the formation. He's really, you know, and they're. He's setting up the offense to score. Like it's just, it's fucking beautiful. It's embarrassing. He's literally willing. He's willing that Chicago offense. Like it's, it's all just. And and I, I've, I've seen you know a Michael Jordan take over a game. I've seen Derrick Rose take over games. It's not. He's not Michael Jordan, but like it reminds me of Derrick Rose. Like when he would take over a game, it's like whoa, we have a guy that could single handedly change the outcome of of what's going on on the football field. In Justin Fields, those passes, by the way, I know everybody's enamored by the rushing yards. Those passes were on point. The touchdown passes he threw were great. Yeah, uh, the the one to Mooney. The 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 one to Mooney was fantastic, a dime ball. And it's it's only going to get better when you put playmakers around. We talk about it ad nauseum. But like you said, Jack, like he's just been outstanding these past four weeks. Ever since the Washington game, um, just been on fire. Just been on fire. I mean, he does, yeah, no, I was just going to say, he, I mean, he's not obviously not in, up to Mahomes' level yet, but he has the same um, magic, and, you know, Phil called him a magician. You know, he's got these things, these little quirky little things, his side throws, these things that he does that, that you just don't see a lot of quarterbacks yeah. do. On that huge touchdown run, everybody's saying he was trying, going to throw. I think he did that fit. That was just a fake. He had, no he had no intention. no intention to throw that you. guy. Mm-hmm. He had no intention. He did it before in another game. I forget when it was. But he did that same type of little, oh, yeah, I'm going to throw. No. He knew it. He baited him, and he fucking just tried to change him. that guy, like out of hesitation, dribbling a basketball, just trying yeah. to get him to change his. Yeah, yeah. that was it's, that was beautiful. So that I'm just shows you. I that, Claudio. his feel yeah. of the game, obviously, and his his confidence is is you know leaps and bounds from what it was back uh, in the start of the year when everybody's questioning, you know his you know his confidence. And, and circling back to fantasy boys, I mean, he's literally QB one right now. Um, mm-hmm. He's a must start this week against fucking. I mean, Detroit. Oh, you guys are gonna see yeah. it on hand, you know, in person. Him just 
I'm not even gonna say what I was gonna say because you guys will just clip it. So I <laughs> he's just gonna fucking dominate. Like I just I cannot wait like to see that performance against Detroit, just with the way Getze and the Bears are utilizing the offense, really kind of just curtailing it to his strengths and his you know, his, his ability to improvise and and just do things that, like you said, Claudio, other quarterbacks just can't do. It makes you a great. It, it makes it, it gives you great feeling as a Bears fan. But if you own shares of him in fantasy football, and you grabbed him halfway through the year, you're probably going to be making a playoff push. And he's still only rostered in about sixty five percent of the leagues. So you can yeah, go out might and still, still yeah, he might be out there. Yeah, him, he's, which yeah, is if crazy. You're, yeah, if you're going to spend fab, what? yeah, you want to you want to spend a lot of fab on him. If yeah, fucking do. Oh yeah, no, gotta, spend you know, what you got to do. Like yeah, spend, man. spend whatever the hell you tonight. have to spend. Give her all your money, man. Yeah. That's what you yeah. gotta do. You know? well, hey, put... It's like you're falling for it. Yes. Yep. Hey, throw them dollars. So... But yeah, you know, I agree with everything you guys are saying. I'm looking forward to it. I think this Detroit Chicago game might be a bit of a uh, high scoring game, maybe similar to what Miami did. I don't know. Detroit's yeah. been struggling a little bit, but our hey, defense is week. not as great. Right. The last week, our defense is not great. So I could see Detroit, you know, yeah. matching us touchdown for touchdown. But I, I Last thing about Justin, I think we all had the feeling we went to the game, me, Cherie, uh, Cool Kennedy, and, and Jim Larrison. Thanks, Jim, again. But awesome. we felt at, like at any moment the Bears were in the game. At any moment in that game, the Bears were in the game because they had number one on the football field. Mm -hmm. And you just you, you started to believe. Moving forward, because I know we could talk about Justin all night. Yeah, we'll talk about I just want to add we'll something real quick. Just Go speaking ahead, of your point and seeing mm -hmm. it in person. Um, you always talk about rushing quarterbacks and the importance of in terms of fantasy and how that equates to fantasy points. And right now, five out of the top eight quarterbacks in fantasy all have over 300 rushing yards. Um, that'd be Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Justin Fields. The other two are Daniel Jones and Marcus Mariota. So, you know, you're and if you look at those, those guys are still putting up fantasy points. Those guys are still do. I mean, Daniel Jones, they're coming off a bye, right? They didn't play last week, so they're expecting him to come out swinging. They have health back over there, so you could see Daniel Jones. Maybe not. I'm getting off topic here, but I because I, I was going to talk about Daniel Jones, but mm -hmm. I just think it speaks to Justin sliding into this this territory of top six, top five overall on a year. Right. Um, and so to, to speak on like just in terms of fantasy, per, if you can get him, fucking get him. And if you got him, good for you. There's assholes on Twitter like, oh, it's embarrassing to have Justin Fields on fucking fantasy. Are you fucking no. an ass bag? Seriously? Like this dude <laughs> is a fucking fantasy monster. But enough about Justin Fields because we could do this yeah, for an gotta, hour. Let, let's There's move been forward. some other top performers. Do you want right, to talk look. about Joe Mixon real quick or anything? You know, yeah, go, you ahead. go ahead, Chris. Five go ahead, yeah, talk him. You know? The bell cow finally came through. Three touchdowns on the year. Everybody's been still throwing him out there in your lineup. You're getting nervous because he hasn't been finding the end zone since he's just been tough to deal with. It just, you know, another tough pill to swallow. And finally, he just comes together with a, one of the best fantasy performances in the history of fantasy football. Top 12 in overall wow. production. 22 um, carries, 153 yards, four touchdowns rushing. Five reception or four receptions, fifty-eight yards, one touchdown receiving, fifty-five points. When I'm looking at the uh, the fantasy pros and the it's a PPR league, so uh, fifty-five points in a PPR league with with the fantasy pros. So, yeah. I mean, amazing, amazing out, you know, amazing day. 
Stefan Diggs had the most fantasy points on the air, 44.2, I think, for wide re- – or I think for – yeah, single season PPR fantasy point best was Stefan Diggs in week two. This dude broke that before halftime. Fucking just put in serious work. Like, <laughs> it's unreal. And I didn't realize some of the numbers. Like, Jamal Charles has the best overall fantasy day in the history of fantasy sports in 2013 with 59.5 fantasy points. That's PPR. Um it's got guys like that were, you know, back in the 50s. I'm just looking at a list here. But Mixon is 12th on this list behind Doug Martin coming in at 55.1 points. Um, so 12th. I mean, if you had him, I saw somewhere in the comments here, somebody got outscored by Mixon. Yeah, here it is right here. Jason Bears. <laughs> Fucking Mixon outscored his whole fucking team, Ooh. which could have happened if you just put had buys yeah, and you didn't play well. Yeah, there's a lot of buy, people on buys. So yeah, I can see that, man. I mean, you, you, you can't see that Mixon? coming. No, you can't. Do fucking. You can't see that coming. Like, but no, no, I don't have Mixon. I, I wish, I wish I had Mixon, but me neither. Geez, that's just that sucks. No, he's on my, he's on my blacklist. I don't draft him. So, dude, one of your boys, Claudio, fucking balled out again this week, man. Mm-hmm. Rookie up in Seattle. Kenneth Walker. Oh yeah. Yeah, KW3, yeah. second freaking day or second game in oh, a row. Yeah. He's, he's like a, anybody that's in a, a dynasty league or, you know, that's definitely looks like he's going to be a, a solid running back for, for years to come. The dude, oh, yeah. dude can ball for sure. Yeah, another, another another star, man. And you guys got some other guys that really did well. Any any uh, any studs? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Kenyon Drake. I actually started Kenyon Drake, and he ended up giving me 93 yards and two touchdowns. So I'm like ecstatic about Kenyon Drake. I don't know if it's gonna continue, but that's that's that we're coming back, back this week, right? Yeah, yeah. Wait, I mean, and I heard. Yeah, I heard uh, coach say he was excited about getting Gus back. So mm-hmm. I don't know what that means for Drake, but it looks like when he well, gets Drake the ball, will still get his touches, but yeah. 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 Yeah, but he ended up putting out over 22 this week. I know uh, Stefan Diggs got me 15. So, I, I, Stefan Diggs is probably a start. So, I'll take that L. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, he got he got, he got got 15. I mean, it was, it, I'm not your, your stud, credit, but, definitely wasn't a sit, but he definitely wasn't. He didn't do what he should have done. He, he, went, he, he went under. Average. He was average. Yeah, he was average. Yeah, but, he was average. He, yeah, was he definitely average. shouldn't have settled. But that's all right. We'll, definitely. Throw out, maybe we'll throw out a, a, a crazy sit. Definitely not. But, you know, another guy I was going to talk about, Geno Smith, just continues to do the job in Seattle. Just like he's a start. He's a start. I I don't see why you would say unless you had like a top overall quarterback or he was facing maybe the number one defense in the league. I think Geno Smith's a start every week. If you you got him, I think he's earned that that much. I mean, Kenneth Walker does help, but I, I like Geno Smith. I really do. It's consistent. Yeah, he, uh, their defense, their, I mean, their offense, just Pete Carroll is coaching his ass off, right? Like, just totally di- like dialed in, made the, made the right decision of saying, you know what, Russ, let's ride the fuck out of here and go over to Denver. And I'm going to ro- I'm going to go with Geno Smith. They tried to get a quarterback, right? I mean, they definitely wasn't for a lack of effort. Weren't they? They did try to go out and bring somebody in, but they, they, you know, put all their eggs in the Geno Smith basket and have really kind of it's paid dividends and, and they're, and they're looking like geniuses up there in Seattle. And that's equating the fantasy fantasy points all around, you know, the wide receivers, you know, DK had the little knee issue. Um, I, I'm trying to bring up his numbers right now, actually, while we were talking about it, but do any of you guys have any, any Seattle wide receivers um, outside of obviously kind of KW three or K dubs, whatever everybody's calling them. I don't even know at this point I'm old, um, but 
Do you own any shares in what's a Tyler Lockett? DK. And you had yeah, DK, DK Metcalf. Yeah. yeah. How did he do this week for you, Claudio? Um, let me see. I have him in. I'm uh, trying to bring it up right now. Sorry. I should have. No, that's all right. In front of no, me. I had, had 18 points in one okay. of my leagues. Which, okay. Yeah. You know, five receptions, 37. He had the touchdowns, which saved his day. But, um, yeah, you got to get in the end zone, right? Yeah. Yeah. But he's, he's definitely a guy that, you know, you, you need to have him in there, I think, if, uh, um, you know, even in a flex, because he's always got the ability to to go off. The dude is, you know, a really really explosive receiver. So, but yeah, he, he did okay this week for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Another stud. I'm gonna go with Devonte Adams. He was yeah. on finally, fire. Finally, on fire. They still the Raiders just not a good not a good year for the Raiders. Well, not a good half of the year for the Raiders. We'll see what happens in the second half, but. They can just not catch a break. I mean, just giving up t- double digits. Tw- like, you're leading by 20 in some of these games. You know, what was it, 17? I think they led 20 to nothing uh, in one of the in one of the games that they ended up losing. Yep. But Devontae Adams, 140-some yards. At one point, he was 10 for 10, uh, 146, and a, what, a couple of touchdowns? Yep. At, at one point, they ended up with two touchdowns, so – 36 points for Devontae Adams, just a fantasy stud this week. Yeah, another one is McCole Hardman for Kansas City. Coming this into kid, his own, right? Oh, yeah. He's coming into his own. He's, he's he's that slash, almost Debo type, you know, running back, receiver. You know, he's getting a lot of rushes. Uh, he had 19 points, almost 20 points. Uh, you know, six receptions, 79 yards, touchdown. And then, uh, you know, he, he's, uh, he's a he's – a, Obviously, with Kansas City, you know there's going to be always opportunities to score. There's always going to be, you know, Mahomes is going to make stuff happen. And he likes McCole Harmon. He's got a lot of connection with him. So that's a that's definitely a, a guy that's going to be involved plenty. I'm, I'm wanting to see uh, Tony, how they get Tony involved. Yeah, they got him involved uh, last he's, week. He's yeah. Back, yeah, he's back. He's healthy. Like, I want to see that, that a little bit more. I don't know if he's going to. Wide receiver 50 right now coming into week 10. Right. I don't Tony. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if he's gonna have like a big game, but like maybe towards the end of the season, they, he starts finding a groove, and maybe he becomes like one of the those. Uh, or he becomes the number one or the guy that emerges. But right now, Miko Hardman's doing a good job. They had um, Juju. Juju, had, Juju yep. had that one game, but like I said, over there it's it's a crapshoot. I wonder who's gonna emerge. Day. Yeah, he had a, he had a pretty decent day. Was it last week? I think. Yeah, I just want to see who's going to emerge. Yeah, ten receptions. Yeah, Tony yards. had three targets with two catches for twelve yards or whatever it was. So mm-hmm. I think, like to your point, Ivan, he he should grow in the offense. But I mean, they have some. Like to, to Claudio's point, McCall Hardman has definitely just kind of forged his. I feel like his little niche in that offense there, and I don't know if I, Tony sounds great and yeah, fucking Tyree Kill two point oh fuck you. Um, you know, I just think that's kind of scary to even make those types of comparisons outside of him running fast. Um, but yeah, I just yeah, I, uh, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, like that, it's that, pretty that's, crazy to me. Yeah, that's that's why that like you Terry kills in a class of his own. He's another stud. This I saw it firsthand. Like just oh. the speed. What did he that look he like had. live, man? Fast. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, really, it's, it's, like, yeah. It's, I mean, he he looked. He looked very comfortable out there just doing what he does. It's hard to cover him. I mean, I know you got a bunch of young guys out there for Chicago, but regardless, Tua also was another guy. Like you could, We could talk about Tua a little bit. 
there was a questionable that that fourth down that he missed. That was like his worst throw of the day. But the rest yeah. of the time, you know, I felt at times I felt like it was that first half with Dallas where it was just Dak to to Lamb, Dak to Schultz, Dak to whoever. It, it felt easy like that. But, you know, you got to give him credit. I'll give Tua credit, too. He was very accurate. He looked comfortable in the pocket. Yeah. The, the, the Bears don't have really much of a pass rush. But, you know, when your number's called, you do the job, and he did it very, very good yeah. on Sunday. It, it just you want to answer this question here or no? Oh, go ahead. I mean, we can get Zane has a starts and sits now, or well, I don't know. No, 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 no. Which, which, we're, I was going to go and click another one, but it ended oh, okay, up being Zane. I thought you put but it up there. If you want to answer, you know, we'll wait for we'll wait. Yeah, for we'll the do it. We'll, we'll come back a little bit later. We'll 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 I'll, yep. I'll give it a star, Claudio. How that? How's well, that? it's up there. That's why I fixed it. I'll give it a star. Someone put it up there, Claudio. What are you doing? No, no, I know. I was, I was saying that I was going to put this up because I wasn't going to forget, and that ended up screwing up. I fucked up. So, yeah. Cole so anyway, Cole, Cole is another Cole had guy. A fucking monster fantasy day. Yeah. Talk about it, Jackal. I just – he's a guy that I, I've had shares in a dynasty in my two dynasty leagues, just literally sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. I dropped him once, then I picked him up three weeks later. Still sitting there. He sat there last week. <laughs> but it was just great to see. Uh, I'm trying to bring up his numbers right here. So in my league, he had 22, 22.7 points. He had two carries for nine yards and, uh, he had five receptions on six targets, 41 and two, uh, and two tuds, man. So, yeah. you know, and he, he had three in, in this league, it keeps tracks of first down. So we had three first downs. You get points mm -hmm. for first downs in this one league I'm in, which is kind of interesting. Wow. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So that's how maybe how he had a 22.7, but, Cole, it's it'd be nice to see them continue to work. You see that budding relationship with the quarterback. We're obviously gushing about JF one, but we're seeing the 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 residuals, right? The or the shrapnel, the good positive type of shrapnel that's affecting. You know, it's it's. I'm using all these negative terms, affecting, whatever. Um, it's just it's starting to benefit the other players, man. He's such a weapon offensively with the ground game that now other play the off the wide receivers and the and the tight ends are definitely benefiting from it. Um, I think Cole could have a much bigger role in the offense moving forward. I, I, I just I really like what I see with with, with Cole Komet, and he was definitely a stud in Week Nine against the Dolphins. So, that that's that is true, Sheree. He did run. Sanborn did tackle. It was an ankle tackle. He did lay out, but he made the tackle. He's still tackling the book, right? He he yeah. got he got him in the open field. I give him that credit. That is true. That is a true statement. Jack Sanborn caught Tariq Hill from behind. Um, Clip it, but anyway, Claudia, you got another well, stud, or do you want to go uh, over to? Yeah, the let's go to duds. I think. I think well, I'm can I just add? You can talk about dolphins, right? Okay, yeah, and, go ahead. And Jeff Wilson, newly traded, mm. comes over yeah. there, and when you're talking about Tua, that pass he hit him over in the flat, over you know where it turned into the touchdown there. I, I think twelve yard. I forget what it was. It was a red zone touchdown, I think, for the Dolphins there. Um, Might have been the game winner, and. uh uh, he just he really I didn't expect it for one when he got traded that he was gonna I, I still thought um Mostert was gonna still have the majority of the carries but he ended up outplaying he had yeah. more snaps um he was on the field for almost the same amount of time he ran more yard or more routes so he just came in and instantly slid into like the RB1 in Miami I still don't really trust their running back group just the way it kind of works with 
now you have a pretty big committee, so you definitely know what you're going to get. Um, yeah. But another stud for me in week nine was Jeff Wilson. Yeah, um, well, he because they said it even 16. on the 16.2. Yeah. He played with, uh, you know, yes. with Mike McDaniel. McDaniel. So yep. he knows the system. He was able to plug and play him in there. And, Same and with Moser too. They were both, right, right? Both of those guys? Uh, I don't know if Moser was with him. I don't know if he was there. He might have been. I but. think he was in San Fran also. With, with, and so, was like, he? those the I don't three know if he was hurt, though. He might have been hurt. Moser was hurt, too, when he was on the, yeah. the Niners. But, anyways. That's a big. I agree with you. I think Jeff Wilson. That's a good. Uh, that's a good call. I think going forward, he might be the number one. Uh, yeah. RB one over there. Um, mm-hmm. So. So you guys want to move on? Duds, Get some duds. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll go kick it off. Uh, one of the big duds for me was going to be uh, Justin Herbert. It was just not a great week yeah. for the for the Chargers quarterback. I mean, he had a lot of attempts. Had had two hundred and forty five yards. He had an interception, had a touchdown, only gave and and on this on this website it's only thirteen points, thirteen point one points, excuse me, but it just wasn't a good day for Justin Herbert. Yeah. Turnovers, having a tough it, time. Well, I mean, had, yeah, when you lose when you lose your top two receivers, right? I mean, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams have not been there for him. Trust me, I got Herbert in the sleeper league. You know, in in our in our uh, TTNL league. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it hurts. Yeah, he, he's. I remember when you drafted him, Claudio, and we were talking about our rosters, yeah. and I was like, "Damn, you!" It, it, with Herbert's thinking, like top five yeah. QB, like, "Damn, your, your roster's a line, you know, fucking line." It's. A but I mean, Keenan. I mean, let's just talk. I gotta say, right now, week nine, Keenan Allen is my most frustrating fantasy player because every week it's like he's questionable. They're not putting him on IR. Like it's just so. So frustrating with Keenan Allen because he's obviously a great player oh, yeah. when he's out there. I have a lot of Keenan But it's Allen. just so tough to, you know, like if I knew he was going to be out this long, I mean, you know, I would have tried to, you know, trade him away or sit him. Or yeah. I mean, uh, I'm going to say Bo Claudio. Yeah. I have a lot of Keenan Allen. He's supposed to be playing this week. It sounds like he's finally like a go. I'm seeing all his projections. But that's the thing. Do you, do you trust it? Do you trust it? No. Are you going to start him? No. That's the point. I will if it. I will if I get a positive. Uh, if I see anything outside of doubtful and it's questionable going into Sunday, I you know I may have to. I just I because I'm I went running back heavy in a bunch of stuff, so I I, I banked on Keenan coming to play, so I need him to start fucking performing. Yeah, yeah. um, kind of out of desperation, but so yeah, he's definitely you know. So I'm with you with uh with Justin uh, Herbert. Face it. Yeah, Herbert. Man. Well, it, it could, might as well be the whole Charger offense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, it, it just except for Eckler, he was yeah. my other stuff. Well, uh, he yeah, had Austin, another fucking yeah. monster day. I'll, I stand corrected. Austin Eckler is a is a is a monster, and he oh, yeah. had a big day. But you just can't get the passing game going. Justin Herbert is a huge <laughs> talent. I mean, we've seen it, but you, you got to yeah. have talent on the field for him to help him out, and it's just not enough. I mean, Austin Eckler is one guy. You got to add thirty more. balls in three games. The last three games, hey, that's my- crazy. Yeah, he's he's still number he's one running all back him. for a season. That's it. Yeah, yeah, number one running back for a season right now. So, we'll who's that? Eckler. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's your prediction. Right. That was my right. prediction. Yeah, Jackal, you got a dud. Well, I'm gonna say it because I'm fucking. You know, I I think Aaron Rodgers threw a big stinker for the fucking Packers fantasy wise. I think you know. You gotta I, I, I gotta say it exactly, Claudio. Yeah. He, he did throw for. I love to see it. Yards. Three interceptions, though. Like, fucking yeah. huge. Two red zone interceptions. Just crippling fucking interceptions. So, if you have him on your fantasy team, go fuck yourself. Sorry. Um, because we don't like the Packers here. 
Um, but if you're streaming and you're hoping to get something out of him because he was playing the Lions and like many people, like we talked about last week, going against the Lions, that is a, like getting a shot of HGH halfway through the season for these guys. They're just going to fucking run through walls for the rest of the season. Unfortunately, it didn't play out for Aaron Rodgers. Um, he was smoking too much weed or whatever it was, and he played just unfortunate through to the wrong color shirts. Um, well, he loved, he loved, do you, do you loved, smoke ayahuasca or, or, or don't you just inhale it? I think you do. It's a drink. Yeah. It's a tea. I think yeah. they make it. I've never done it. So, you know, yeah, I've, I've never done it. Either. I don't know. I'm, just, like, I'm confused. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I was thinking you but smoked it, it too, but then I thought it was like, you might be able to inhale it. You know what I'm saying? Like, or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what the hell it is. But anyway, he hasn't been good. Yeah, since but he then. was my dud, man. He was my dud. It's just uh, going against the Lions who have just not given up. How, is that? How do I say this? They have not given up a, a no less than 24 points to a quarterback for fantasy purposes in a while. And Rodgers came into play and just threw up a big stinker. Um, and I'm pretty happy about it. So that was my dud. And I will uh, drop that turd off to somebody else. Here we go, boys. <laughs> Claudio. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who's been my dud before. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he's he had 17% snap in that game. That That's – not voting well for him going forward. So if you still have him, if you're starting him, uh, I would I would shy away from him because McKinnon and and uh, Pachenko I think are are the guys that are going to be getting um, you know more of the touches. But he had four attempts for five yards, and he was rostered in the in the in our league. I looked up ninety two percent. He's rostered. He's still he's still RB thirty five. The it's the whole Chiefs thing. Like it's like. It's but he was a dud so this week. That's what I'm saying. This well. week he's a he was a yeah. dud. No, you're this right. This week he's a dud. And, and and going forward, how do you how do you trust him? You know, when when you have 17 snaps, and you're supposed to be the RB one, you're supposed, mm-hmm. you can't be can't be having a guy in your fantasy team getting 17 percent of the snaps. So, and yeah, the running backs did well this yeah. past week. No, I'm I'm gonna go uh, dud all favor. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna call another dud, um, Brian Robinson Jr. Hasn't done it. It's been rough. We talked about him last week, right? We did. It's been rough, but it's 13 carries, 44 yards, no touchdowns, two receptions. My, is that minus six yards? Yeah, minus six yards. Ended up with 5.8 points. Uh, big dud. Not really, uh, you know, glad the kid's on the football field, but. You gotta, you gotta give me some. You gotta perform. You know what I'm saying? You got you gotta, you gotta give me some fantasy points. And he didn't do it last week, so I'm gonna call him a dud. Uh, another one, yeah, I would mention. And honestly, it's it's two guys because they use them as a as a tandem. Uh, the Green Bay backfield talking, you know, talking about the Packers. It, shitty. It's not six points a piece. You got six point five and six point four for for uh, Dylan and for. Um, Jeez. Jones Dylan did get Jones, hurt, but Jones, Jones did get hurt, yeah, but yeah, still, it's, hurt. he came. Yeah, you, you, you're drafting that to, just similar to Aaron Rodgers when you drafted him, right? You're expecting yeah. even with a young receiving core, you're expecting some points, and if not, you were definitely expecting this running game yeah. to be, you know, a, a, the biggest highlight. The idea, especially, especially against the Lions, against the Lions, right? right exactly. Know. It should have been their focal point. It's just they haven't been. They're not healthy on the offensive line. Aaron Rodgers, I don't know what the hell, like you said, Bakhtiari, we're talking about ayahuasca. Yeah. Batiari can't stay healthy. It's been a rough go, and I'm, like, happy like, yeah. I'm happy about it. I'm happy about it, but fantasy you know, owners that have picked yeah. up these guys that are usually studs, I'm sure a little bent out of shape, but those guys are duds. 
this week uh, the tandem of the Green Bay Packers running back. And stay in the same division, man, because Sheree and I were, are thinking alike here. DeAndre Swift, man, he was another dud. You know, expected. He found the end zone in week eight. You were thinking, all right, you know. And it sounded like going into week nine, they were like, oh, he's still kind of hurt. We don't know what we're going to get. And, of course, a lot of people started him, and he was a big, fat disappointment. And I just – it's it's too bad because they were going against the Packers whose defense was banged up, and they lost plenty of guys throughout the game um, due to injury. Uh, and, and so Jamal Williams ended up being the workhorse there. I know Claudio liked him last week. He had, uh, he, had tw- he had 24 carries. I mean, he only had 81 yards, but he had 24 carries. Um, and that does not necessarily bode well for Swift. Granted, there was some health concern. Swift has clearly been the dynamic back, and they like him. But uh, if he's broken, you know, and Detroit's trying to save jobs at this point, right? Um, can it, There's no more kneecaps to bite in Detroit. Now I think it's trying to hold on to, you know, positions and not. Yeah, Williams has 61 percent snaps yeah. percentage, and uh, and Swift has 16. So yeah. I mean, obviously, it could have been that he was, they were easing him in because of the injury, but uh, Jamal Williams has been pretty steady all year. So I don't think Swift's going to be getting. The, the chunk of the if he's healthy, he's their back. I mean, they love. So I mean, they got they're gonna play. I mean, when he's healthy, oh, they're gonna he play him, but I think it'll be a numbers. split. I don't think yeah. it'll be a yeah. you know he's gonna get this, the majority of them. But I got no yeah. argument. Yeah. I've been preaching yeah. Williams all year. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, any any more duds? Um, I mean, I'll throw a dud out there. I mean, DJ Moore. I love this mm-hmm. kid. I, I love him as a receiver. It's just Carolina is a shit show right now, and they had a, a horrible game. He had. Four points, two receptions, 24 yards, and six targets. And he was in the whole game. So that's not what you're looking for. So that's that was a, a big dud for a lot of people. But that's it. That's all I got off the top of my head. Yeah, and actually I wanted to show uh, – Jack had shared this graphic with us with the top ten worst draft picks. And I thought I wanted to share it with you guys. Yes. Yeah. You know, some of these guys that we're talking about are on there. Swift, we have not even talked about Jonathan Taylor. I know he's hurt. But he's been a huge disappointment. Cam Akers, Najee, all these guys right here. These are these are first rounders. Hicks. Some of these guys are first rounders. is probably one of the worst too, besides right. Taylor. Because I mean, Akers, yeah, Harris, yeah, definitely I have Harris. But Pitts, everybody was high as fuck on this dude, and he has been, he's been not yeah. good. Darren Waller has not been good. You know, we talked about DeAndre Swift. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's been a rough good. Like it's kind of a crapshoot with some of these top 10 picks and, and you know, first Michael round, Thomas. first rounders, Michael Thomas, you know, a toe. And, and it's, it's every year with Michael Thomas. I would always, I yeah, would I'm stay away. I would advise you guys just, if you're going to pick up Michael Thomas, make sure it's like eighth round, like, you know, the bottom of your, whatever your draft, however long your draft is, just don't even risk a higher pick than he's, he, I, I would pick him like an average receiver. Like that's that's what I would do. I, I would I would look at to him being a depth piece from here on now, at least fantasy wise. Just you can't trust that health. Uh, yeah. Uh, any more guys? You you we're capped off. We want to move forward. Starts yeah. and sits. Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, we could. Yeah, go to starts and sits. Josh Allen wasn't a dud, by the way. Nino Brown. He had twenty. I mean, he might not have hit his projections, but he had twenty-seven fantasy points. I mean, granted, and I think he might have blew out his UCL on that hit. You may need Tommy John after that shit, man. That's too bad. It's, uh, don't don't wish that on me, Jacko. Don't say <laughs> oh, don't oh, say those. Sorry. Don't wish. Don't say those. I know. I know what's out there. Just don't. Let's 
<laughs> it's very scary over here. It's 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 a it's a rough time. I'm I'm hoping he doesn't go down because then I think that's it. I'm starting Marcus Mariota the rest of the season. Uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and starts and sits. Uh, week ten in the NFL. There's some big games. You have the you know obviously the in the East you have the Eagles and the and the Redskins not the Redskins excuse me the Commanders. I'm gonna go ahead and start Jalen Hurts of course. Yeah. I mean, I think he's going to go ahead. I think they're actually going to put a whooping on the uh, Washington Commanders. I'm looking for big points from him. I'm looking for not Justin Fields points, but I'm looking for something to that effect. Maybe three touchdowns, two on the run. Maybe not the rushing numbers, but, you know, he's able to utilize his legs in a way that that, that benefits the Eagles. So I'm going to look for Jalen Hurts to have a really big day against the uh, Washington Commanders. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely uh, you're gonna have him in your lineup, no doubt about it. Um, I'm gonna go with our boy, our new boy, Chase Claypool. I think he's gonna have a big game against the Lions. I think we you saw us the Bears get him involved um, in his first game. I think we got another week with him, another week to to develop him in in, in this offense. So I think he might. You know, Lions are 29th against wide receivers in the league. So. There should be some some uh, some good matchups for him, so I would go okay. with Chase. Yeah, put him in your lineup. Put him in a flex. Okay, yep. I think I'm going to support you on that because my must start is Justin Fields. I mean, with with yep. all the talk we've had, granted we've we've kind of fucking beaten a dead horse here, but you know, going against a 30, 32nd ranked defense against the run and the pass in the Detroit Lions, their defense allows an average of seven point five net yards per pass attempt, which is also last in the league. So to your point, Claudio, that sounds good for Chase. That sounds good for Mooney. Sounds good for Komet. Anybody else that Justin feels like throwing to? Um, But they also allow a league worth 2.59 points per drive to opponents. So anytime anytime the other team has the ball, they're giving up points, which means fantasy points also. Um, So I think Justin Fields is a must-start. Had I think since in the last five games, no less than 17 points. So I know over the last three games, he's had no less than 25, but in the last five, he's had no less than 17. So that just speaks to like one game where he's like, eh, he still had 17 points. So Justin Fields must start going against the Lions for the TTNL crew that will be in attendance. They will, he will put it on him for you. And uh, I think that is, uh, that's a nice little tandem for two starts right there from, uh, from us there, Claudio. What do you guys got? Do you have a running back? Anybody yeah. got one? Yeah, Saquon Barkley. I, and, and you know why? Because they're playing the Texans. All right. <laughs> I think, I think, look at just looking at the matchup, this could be a big day for Saquon Barkley and the Giants running game. Just saying, you've seen the struggles with, with the Texans. The, you know, uh, Miles Sanders last week against the Eagles, Miles Sanders had what, 96 yards? It had to be like one of the higher outputs of the year for him and, and the running back. I think uh, Gainwell had a, had a pretty decent day too. So we know running backs feast against the Texans, Saquon Barkley, and I'm sure he hasn't left any of people's roster, you know, starting lineup all year. But put him in if you are having any doubts. There is no doubts because he's playing the Texans and they're terrible. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, Barkley always got to be in your lineup, of course. Um, I got another running back slash receiver, our old dude, Corderell. Corderell Patterson back from an injury. The dude, you know, had two touchdowns last week. I was shocked. I put him in my lineup, luckily, and uh, he, he did have those two touchdowns. It was nice, but he's going against Carolina. 
also third worst against uh, running backs. And uh, he had 13 attempts last week on a 39% snap. So that's not, you know, it's not a lot of snaps, but obviously they're giving him the ball. Only 44 yards, but those two tuds. Like yeah, said. no, but I'm just saying this mm-hmm. week going against a bad defense, um, I think you definitely want him in your lineup. The Panthers just gave up five fucking touchdowns and 50 points to fucking Mixon. So, yeah, that's definitely a good start. I like yeah. that one, Claudio. Yeah, that's a fucking – that's a fucking – that was mine. So, yeah, that's a beautiful one. I'm yeah. I'm going to go with the Dallas defense against Green Bay. You and your I know defense. I know, hey, I know it's at Green Bay, but, like, I'm going to go with that Dallas defense. There's your streaming D right I'm, there. I'm there you go. I'm thinking – Answer your question. I'm thinking Parsons gets – like three sacks. I think you get a turnover from from uh, Aaron Rodgers. I think it might be a bad day for the Green Bay Packers, even though it is in Lambo. It is in Lambo, isn't it? Yeah, even though it is in Lambo, I think mm-hmm. the Cowboys are going to come up there and wreck shop, uh, especially on defense. So, okay. I'm going to say start uh, Zay Jones against uh, the wide receiver for the Jacksonville against the Chiefs. Um, I feel that he's in this dude that's just been on the cusp of a breakout. He's um, going Sunday night football against the Chiefs. Let's see what happens. I just, I like a bounce back for him. Not a bounce back, but an emergence on a national stage. I feel that he's a guy that, um, you know, he plays 90% of the snaps. He's on the field for the majority of the game when, when Trevor Lawrence is out there. Good combination. Hasn't necessarily equated to fantasy success, but Kansas City has given up uh, more than 30 fantasy points to opposing wide receivers in the uh, five out of their last eight games. Um, I think that speaks to uh, our boy, my boy Zay, having a decent day. If you're looking to get a little buy action, and I don't know if we talked about the buys earlier, um, the Bengals, the uh, where did I have it? The Ravens. Who are the other two for buys? Do you guys remember by any chance? Uh, the Ravens, uh, the Bengals, the Pats, and the Jets. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, Zay Jones may be a guy because there's some wide receivers in that group that are out. I think you can go ahead and uh, you could either start Zay or grab him if he's out there. So he's a start for me. Nice. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to throw a guy out there that last week, if you remember, I told you to pick this dude up from the Panthers, Terrace Marshall. Mm-hmm. He's the number two receiver over there. He had – he only had three catches, but he had 53 yards and a touchdown. But he had, uh, you know, he was in there 92% of the time on snaps. So the dude is in there. And I think this week, again, in the same game against Atlanta with Corderell going against Carolina, Atlanta's defense is second worst against wide receivers. It's bad. Yeah. So this could be a shootout in that game. And Terrace Marshall, pick him up and get him in your flex. Yeah, I, agree. Sure. I agree. I have no arguments there. Uh, you know, I'm looking for I'm looking for the Fournette guy, <laughs> Lenny Fournette, to have a big bounce back game against the Seahawks. I, I like the Seahawks, like I mentioned before, but I think you know, at home, something's got to get. I know I know Tom's having a rough go of it, but if you could get that running game really going against the Seattle team, I think everything will kind of ease up for the for the Bucks. I'm looking for Lenny Fournette to have a big game. I would start Leonard Fournette against the Seahawks at home uh, at, in Tampa. Nice. At home. Speaking of at home, Kate Otten, Tampa Bay, playing out in Munich against uh, Seattle. Yeah, first game in Germany. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Guten Tag. Um, 
but yeah, he is uh, a gentleman that I think is a star right now. He is, he's not necessarily having uh, the greatest results, but tight end is tough this year. You know, a lot of up and down. There's only a few guys that are definitely performing um, guys coming back from injuries right now, but. Oh, it is in Germany. That's right. Yeah. And they're playing the Seahawks and the Seahawks have been pretty uh, nice to tight end opposing tight ends, giving the least, um, uh, the least amount of points they gave up this year was 5.8 points uh, fantasy points to a tight end. Um, so, and that was in week one and it's just been going up from there. So I think Kate Otten is, is a pretty nice start, uh, for the bucks going against Seattle and, uh, Germany. So I like it. Yeah. I like it. Nice. I, I totally yeah. forgot they were playing in Germany this week. Yeah. Is it going to be on that fucking you know, ESPN plus crap? Probably, probably. nine o'clock. Well, good morning. Yeah. Football has been there all week. They, so <sighs> not all week. They were there yesterday. So I hope it's yeah. on NFL network. I, I would like to watch it, but and, I mean, it, I don't think it changes my point of view. I think. Fournette's going to have a good game, even in Germany. So, hey, uh, well, here's, more a, here's a quick one. You're talking about him. Let's just hit this real, real quick. Oh, okay. Would you would you start him over Cole Komet this week, Chris? Do you like well, him that I much? think it. Well, I'll say this: um, it's tough because the matchups for both. I, I'd have to double check on Detroit's defense against tight ends because um, Cade's going against a defense that's given up. 82 fantasy points um, to tight ends in the last uh, from week since week five. I'm sorry. So they, it's just a nice little floor for, for Otten, but I, I don't want to sound like a Homer and just say that, you know, I, so I know Otten's going for, against who? who the Bucks going against the Seattle. Seahawks. Yeah. Oh, the Seahawks. Okay. Seahawks yeah. been, they've been very, very nice. You know, like I said, 82, almost 82, 82 fantasy points since week five. So they, they're definitely. Seahawks are, yeah, Seahawks are really bad against. Yep. Yeah. But so, so are the Lions. That's Lions what's are, hard. So yeah. Yeah, they're both pretty bad. I, you can't really go wrong, but I kind of like. Uh, oh, shit. I'm going to I'm gonna go with. Uh, I, Come on. His fantasy league and, and win. Kate that's on this answer. I'm going to stick with my start there. I picked him over Cole Komet for my start here, right. so I'm going to pick him for my start here to answer your question. There you go. There you go. Oh, there we go. NFL Network. Thank, Thank you. you. Kid Stro. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. That, I, I'm not even going to get started on the ESPN Plus. Anyway, let's keep <laughs> moving forward. What we'll uh, you guys got for sits? Sits. Uh, go ahead. You got right. gotta, to gotta sit? Claude? Yeah. Yeah, I got a few. Let's see which one we're going to – we're going to do Mr. Kirk Thuggins, not Cousins. It's Thuggins now. Did you see him with the fucking chains? But, no, I'm going to sit him against the Bills. I think the Bills are going to bounce back from this loss. I think they're at home, and they're going to shut shut down Kirk Cousins. I think, um, you know, Minnesota's a good team, but I think they're definitely beatable, and I think the Bills are going to just, you know, take it to them. Uh, so that's my sit. Maybe it's a it's a crazy – Stefan Diggs sit, but who knows? We'll see. See what he happens. only got 15 points. He didn't get 35 points. All right. <laughs> still, still, but, he still. But, I would still. I would. I would. I would have started him. But if in retrospect, I would have started him. But anyway, yeah, I took that. I took that loss. All right. It's all right. It's all right. I took that. Yeah, we all have them, man. We all have. Oh yeah. Them. Have oh, them yeah. Every week. Every week. Uh, People were shitting on fields early in the year, you know, and then you know now all of a sudden they love them, you know. So it's like, hey, these things happen. You that's know? true. Like, hey, what are you gonna do? That's true. I'm gonna go with a guy that we were just talking about a little bit earlier, having struggles. Kyler Murray. Like I, I'm yeah. looking for the Rams to have a a Rams defense to have a solid day against them. Uh, they've been struggling. I don't know what they're gonna do at the end of the year. What 
what direction they're going to be in. I know we talked about, you know, uh, uh, the Bears and Hopkins being a, being maybe a possibility, but that's our, you know, pipe dream. It's our wet dream. But in reality, Kyler Murray has not had a good year. He's not had a good year. He's been struggling. You, you've seen the frustration with him and Hopkins on the sideline this past week. I don't know what's going on with him. Maybe it's too much modern warfare. I don't. Yeah, I don't, Call I don't of Duty know. came out. That's. I mean, that's. It. I don't. I don't know what's going on with him. Maybe it's. Maybe like I said, maybe there was some truth to the issues that they were having at the beginning of the year. Why they weren't trying to give him. You know what I'm saying? What, what, you know, dealing with the contract. Why were they having issues with with certain uh, verbiage in the contract and certain things that they wanted him to uh, to hold himself accountable for? And it's it's. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Kyler Murray. He he he's a dynamic player, a dynamic talent. It's just not coming to fruition down in Arizona. I don't know. Okay. I don't know where they're going to go, but I would sit him this week. I think the Rams are going to beat the Cardinals, and it's going to be pretty bad. And it, I want to just piggyback that because I'm going to do like I did on the uh, on the starts here with uh, you said Claypool, I said Fields, you said Murray. I'm going to say sit. Said our boy Hopkins. I mean, he uh, he's got a wow. weird thing with the Rams. He's got the Rams own him. That's a, that's, and, a, that's a big one. All right. Well, the, the last that's time tough, he played the that's Rams. That's tough for somebody to hit bench for, for Hopkins. It's, it's a tough mm-hmm. thing. In, in the last two years, team. Hopkins in the last two years, Hopkins has faced the Rams four times. In that period, he's averaged 52 yards, five and a half, five point two five receptions, and a point two five uh, touchdowns per game. That equates to point, uh, 6.7 fantasy points on average per game against the Rams. So the Rams definitely seem to have his number. I don't know if it's Jalen Ramsey effect, whatever it is, but uh, it's definitely something to think about. I don't like the matchup for him. And just to speak to your point of Kyler Murray shitting the bed and not playing well, that's not going to help. Uh, it's not going to help Hopkins in this situation. Um, and I also think, uh, you know, the last four weeks, the Rams have allowed an average of 14 fantasy points per game to opposing wide receivers. Um, and I just, I don't know. I could see other players being more impactful. Maybe Rondell Moore gets more looks just because of the way they're going to play, uh, they're going to defend Hopkins. Um, so I'm going to say sit Hopkins, you know, just like you were saying, sit Murray for some of the similar reasons. Nice. Yeah, some good points there, man. That's, that that'd be uh that'd be huge if that that comes in for you because that's uh like I said it's a tough tough sit but but you could be right Ramsey's putting people on lock plenty yeah. of times could um, be a good uh, prop bet too yeah yeah well I'll put out Take another one that's that's uh probably in a lot of people's starting lineups most weeks but Mike Evans going against Seattle they're actually ranked uh, third best against wide receivers they're, they've got that rookie corner over there that's very good. Uh, and uh, and he struggled last week against mediocre Rams. D. He didn't have a great week, so um, I think uh, I think that might be a guy you might want to, if you have some better uh, options. Maybe try to take a chance, drop him, you know, put him on your bench. Uh, I'm gonna go with sitting a Tua this week. Um, they're gonna go up against the Browns. They got a good pass rush. They could be able to get to Tua. I, I'm I'm a little nervous. About how that game's gonna pan, like play out for them, I'm I'm gonna sit Tua if that's my big like whoa what are you doing Ivan moment that that'll be it just because they have more of a pass rush I trust their defense to get home more and to make some plays um, more than I trust our defense right now it's just how I feel I would sit Tua I I think he's gonna end up 
being sacked uh, quite a few times this week. Yeah, I mean, All right. you got, I got another. Oh, struggling. Hold on. Let me just uh, block the porn bot. Hey, we made it. Ah! We made it. We're, we're, we got we're getting porn bots. We're, we're, yeah, we got porn bots. So, so nice. our show is is got to that next level. <laughs> That's when you know you made it. You, know you guys want to, speaking of making it, do you want to slide on over to the waiter, waiver wire? Or do you guys have any other sits? What do you guys have? Um, I mean, I had one other sit. We, we talked yeah, about it before about the Cowboys D stopping the Packers. A.J. Yeah. Dillon, I think, should be a sit. Um, I sit Aaron Jones, too, Claudio. Yeah. Them both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would sit them both. You're right. You know, so. That's the only other one I had written down to throw out there. So I think I might sit ETN this week, and I think I will against Ooh, the Chiefs. Really? He's having a good he's he's been great, but I oh. think I think the Jaguars are gonna run into a Chiefs team that's gonna be playing hot. The defense is gonna the defense the past few years, well, whenever they've made a, a, a really strong run, has picked it up the second half. I'm gonna look for him to have a, a little bit of a struggle. Maybe not get into the end zone, maybe like a fifty 58-25 game, you know what I'm saying? 58 yards on the ground. Yeah, I don't – I just don't – yeah, I mean, you could be right this week. Yeah, you could be right. I mean, it could happen. I don't agree, though. I think he's going to – he's the bell cow there. He's he's there often. They got rid of James Robinson for a reason because I I think they love love this. 28 carries Yeah, ever since they let go. But, I mean, you know. You could be right because that happens every week, right? I mean, there's always players that projected to do this and do that, and and they get shut down. So you you know you could be on the sun. So waiver wire, yeah, injuries, yeah, waiver wire, put them together. Yeah, I mean, injury wise, there was just a there was a a few, right? I mean, we had Aaron Jones was hurt. Yeah, Evan Ingram got hurt. The yeah, fucking Romeo backup does. for the Indy. What's his name? Uh, Deion Jackson got hurt. Yeah. Romeo Dobbs, Dobbs like you said. Darren He's Waller. Like four weeks. Thielen. And then, obviously, Allen. Allen's the biggest one. Yeah. Josh Allen. I mean, that, that could be bad. That could be, um, you know. Uh, that would suck, man. I don't know if it would be but a that season ender, like but, Yeah. You know, so. You see the video of that, though? Just the torque and all that tension and pressure yeah. on the elbow. Used to hurt so. Far. Oh my god, man! Yeah, it sucks. I love this guy, but yeah, I mean, but if he goes down, I mean, I think you know, Case Keenum could be a guy that you want to obviously pick up and maybe and maybe start the kid. You know, streaming QBs, stream him. Yeah, you know, if he's down, you might want to yeah. pick him up. Might be a waiver wire pickup you want to do if you got a spot for a quarterback, just in case you never know. You That's know, another spot you'd open it up to Deshaun Watson, slide him in there. Stash, yep. he's coming back week 13. You know, now's the time thinking of stashing. Not that he want, you know, fantasy wise, he could end up being a QB, he could be a top quarterback if he comes back and plays well, but you just don't know. But just saying, if you had the luxury to stash a guy for a waiver wire, Deshaun Watson right now is he's only rostered in about like 24, 30, 30 percent of leagues. Yeah, he's going to be immediate starter, I would imagine. Yeah, you know, waited that long, yeah. you're not going to go ahead and yep. wait another week. Yeah. <laughs> I won't talk about Deshaun Watson, so you guys can talk about him. I'm done. Yeah, so I'm it's sick of it sickens me. So we'll move on. Let's go. <laughs> it's, it does. Okay, so who do you start. have as a give us a waiver wire claim then, Claudio? Um, well, I'll give you a waiver wire claim. 
OBJ, Odell Beckham. He is eligible to be coming back. He's going to get picked up by a contender, and you want to pick him up and stash him because he's going to he's going to get on a team that is going to use him. So it's going to probably be either the Bills. It's going to be maybe the uh, the talk about the Giants, obviously. Uh, the Cowboys. If he goes to the Cowboys, that could be dangerous. Done the Cowboys, you know, for the offense. So I would definitely pick up OBJ if he's if he's out there. I tried looking in my leagues. I guess people beat me to it. <laughs> he's not available, yeah. but Ross he is available in a lot. Of, he, yeah, he's available in probably like 60 percent of the league. So, so there's yeah. there's one. You got one, Jack Fuller. I mean, yeah, man. I got a. I got. We could. Uh, Start quarterback wise, I think you could go out and uh, there's not many like guys you have to pound the pavement for right now. I feel like it's kind of picked over. There weren't any major catastrophic injuries outside of the whole Josh Allen thing. Um, you talked about Case Keenan, we talked about Deshaun, we talked about uh, Daniel Jones is a guy that is only rostered in about 60% of leagues right now. Um, he's one of those guys we talked about earlier. He's one of the five out of the top eight quarterbacks in fantasy with, uh, you know, the whole r- over 300 rushing yards, uh, dual threat quarterback. They have a, you know, they have a matchup going against um, Houston, another favorable situation. I think it's an opportunity coming off a bye where you could see Daniel Jones have a pretty good day. Um, but also more importantly, you may be able to snipe him off your uh, waiver wire because he's, like I said, he's available in about 40% of your leagues. So that's a quarterback for me on the waiver wire. All right. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. I know Gus Edwards is coming back, but like Kenyon, uh, like Jamal Williams, who's, my second guy, you should pick up if you haven't picked him up if he's available. These guys, I know they're splitting time, and I know it's by committee. But if you have questions of injury, like you had with Gus Edwards and you had with DeAndre Swift, I mean, like you said, Jekyll, he got 24, 24 carries. He was the he was the bell cow for that game, and he's been the, the top back for the Lions, you know, since Swift has been injured, and even yeah, before then. Even before then, he was still putting consistent numbers, um, even with Swift, you know, in, in the game being the starter. So I would say, you know, go get a Kenyon Drake, go get a Jamal Williams, those two guys. I, I'm not so high on Drake as I am on Williams, but, you know, if, if you're looking for running back help, if you're looking for, uh, uh, you know, to catch lightning in a bottle, I think those guys can can really uh, give you some help um, week to week. I just – Jamal Williams has just been – uber consistent. I mean, you can't deny it. It's just been week to week. I know he had only, what, 10 points this past week, but, you know, the week before, he's had multiple 20-point games. I think Jamal Williams and uh, Kenyon Drake are two good pickups. Okay. Yeah. Nice. For sure. Another running back we talked about him before, Jeff Wilson. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to pick him up. He's probably available, like, 50% of the leagues. And, you know, like we said before, he could be the number one over there getting a lot of touches. So definitely want to pick him up. And our boy Cole Komet, got to pick him up now. I mean, it's, he had a breakout week, and uh, he's could be could be uh, heavily used in the offense going forward. So tight ends are very scarce in fantasy football. So if he becomes consistently uh, involved, that's, that's the dude's a beast. I mean, mm-hmm. Phil said he saw him in, you know, in person. He's like, this dude is like, monster it's huge 
And and then you saw him truck over that dude. And, and I was watching the game. It feels like that's what you got to do. This kid is so huge. Just use your, you know, he could he could run people over. So if he starts getting physical, more physical like that, he could he could do some damage. Yeah. Yep. I'm I'm gonna go with a guy that Jacko had mentioned as a start, and that's Cade Otten. He's only he's available right now. It says that he's eight point one percent rostered. So he's available, guys. Uh, if you want to go ahead and take a shot at him, he had a productive week last week. Uh, looking forward to you know him being targeted again. If he's trusted by Brady, why not? Yeah, good pick. I like that. Yeah, I have similar numbers on not being rostered in about eighteen percent of leagues out there. So he's definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Definitely available, man. Um, you know, one of the guys I think, speaking of Colts, I don't know if you can trust a Colts player, but uh, Jonathan Taylor, you don't know what's going on with him. Deion Johnson or Deion Jackson was hurt. So Jordan Wilkins, um, who kind of could be the running back to start in Indianapolis if you're Steph Sprit. Um, he is not rostered by anybody. Um, so he's a guy just based on situations with the ankle and the knee you know, with uh, Taylor and, and Jackson, respectively. You just don't know what's going to happen. Jeff Saturday, new coach, it could be a heavy. Who, who has, you know, is Matt Ryan calling plays? They got some mm-hmm. other dude that's 30 years old calling the plays, they said. Um, but if you need a running back and you are and you really – there's a guy you need to try to go out and get, you could go out and pick up Jordan Wilkins. Um, I just think he's somebody that is available. And with the slim pickings at running backs right now um, – <clears throat> without getting a guy you've either had already and you dropped or somebody, you know, somebody's retread. Um, you know, I talked about Rashad White last week. He's still available. Um, Elijah Mitchell, Cam Akers, guys that are coming back from injuries or just, you know, coming back after bad attitudes or whatever it was with Cam Akers. Something to think about. Um, those guys aren't really rostered. They're rostered about the same, about 55% of the leagues. So there's opportunity there. Check to see if they're available. Um, and, you know, Claudia, one yeah. guy you talked about is Jarek McKinnon. Um, he's rostered in about 20% of leagues. Not much fantasy relevance. He just doesn't put up fantasy points. But he he's on the field for the Chiefs. Um, so there's an opportunity for him to get points. Um, but, you know, he really – he's got 123 rushing yards and 156 passing yards with, uh, with one touchdown. So um, – but he's only rostered in a few leagues. And with what's going on in KC, he may be a dude that uh, – you know, you may want to grab. So those are a couple uh waiver wire pickups for running backs. Yeah. Another couple guys that are coming back from injuries, uh, Jahan Dotson for the commanders. And he was, you know, he, he showed some, some promise when he was in there uh, and Traylon Burks for the mm-hmm. Titans. Those they both should be coming back this week, you know, so that those are some deep waiver wire pickups that maybe, yeah. you know, you, you probably don't need Just to spend a lot of money on them. You can get them too. for free. Probably you know you don't, probably don't need to spend too much money on them, but you know pick them up now, stash them on your on your team if you can. Yeah. So yeah, that's a- yeah. Carter for the Chargers, another guy mm-hmm. rostered about twenty four percent of the leagues. Yeah. Speaking of what's going on and with uh, Keenan Allen being out and Michael Michael Williams, 
Uh, he saw he had six targets or five catches last week for 53 yards. I mean, Josh Palmer's still the guy there with the other injuries. He's still the number one. But, uh, you know, DeAndre Carter's not rostered by many people, and uh, or he's not rostered in many leagues. So he's another guy you may be able to go out and get, especially with the buys and the injuries to the wide receivers right now um, going into week 10. You know, another guy I was going to say, and I, I mentioned him last week, kind of as like a throwaway, like kind of just throw it out there. Uh, Isaiah likely like he had five targets. He b- didn't bring it in. He had only one reception, but a couple of those I would say were on the, on the pass and maybe one or two were on him. But like, if he, if he gets more touches, he was able to get open. You know what I'm saying? He was, he, he has athletic ability. There was act no, that was, it was one that was on him and the other one, he tried to make an athletic, uh, athletic catch and he just wasn't able to reel it in. But if he's going to continue to get targeted like that, those are some big spots. Those are, you know, that's Mark Andrews' spots. You know what I'm saying? You're getting big chunks with the tight end. Might be a guy just to go ahead and keep on your bench and see, hey, maybe maybe he gets hot. Or if you want to go ahead and you're in trouble and you need to go ahead and start a tight end and stream a tight end, maybe look at him. I'm I'm not saying he's going to go ahead and, and give you 20 points, but the way that they were targeting him and some of the, the balls that he got, like it, it looks like he has the ability to go ahead and, and, and do the job or at least fill the role for a, a certain amount of time until Andrews is back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, I mean, he had almost 20 points against Tampa two weeks ago and he had 10 points, almost 10 points this past week on mm-hmm. one catch. So, yeah, that's not bad, man. There's definitely some, some uh, value there for sure. Got anybody else, Claudio? No, not off the top of my head. I don't. We we went through a, okay. a whole bunch. Well, Terrace Marshall, like I said before, I don't know if I said I said obviously pick him up, but I, that's a big waiver wire pickup in my opinion. I think he's he's going to be a you know have a good week this week. So who's that's it? EJ Walker or uh, might be Baker again. I don't know. Baker came in and actually started. That's when he because he wasn't doing nothing all game with PJ Walker. Then when Baker came in, they started you know, moving the ball. Started, yeah, it's yeah. moving the ball. So, you know, they're going to be down. It's going to be a shootout with Atlanta. Yep. But if you – any again, another reminder, it's a Thursday game. So, put them in your flex. Whoever you're starting in that game, don't have them in your – you know, keep them in your flex. Yeah, 15 targets in his last two games. That's great, man. Seven catches, 140 yards, and a touchdown over those yep. that span. You know, that's pretty solid, man. Yeah. He's sure. worth adding for sure. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Claude, you want to get to the questions? Yeah, we got a couple here, I think. Uh, let's see. Zane Wilson. So I would think, is that Zach Wilson or Russell Wilson? I don't know which one that is. Yeah, I don't know which one that is, Zane, but uh, Mariota, probably Russell Wilson. So Russell Wilson, Mariota, or Carr dropping Rodgers. Um, I would, I guess I would still say Carr, in my opinion, just because of the weapons. Waller's coming back. You know, he's got way more weapons. Uh, I know they're, it's a shit show over there, but mm-hmm. uh, Russell, if it's Russell Wilson, I don't know if it's Zach Wilson. Even if it's Zach Wilson, I wouldn't. I would do Carr. Yeah, I don't know if Zach opinion. Wilson fits out of those three. I think it's Russell. Mar- yeah, it's probably Russell seem pretty Wilson. Even Russell Wilson, yeah. obviously, he's been, he's been very inconsistent, very, you know, whatever. Like I said, I'll just go with Carr because of the, the weapons. I'm probably going to go Russell Wilson out of those three. I think he's just due for a big game, in my opinion. I just I feel you know out of the rankings there he's rated higher out of those three but I mean well, for the whole year because he's dropping Rodgers so this is going to be his quarterback 
for the year. I go Russell Wilson. I mean, Mariota, they just don't throw the ball enough. You know, I mean, he's not a dual threat enough quarterback. I mean, he's getting you 17 to 20 fantasy points, I think I was reading. Mm-hmm. But it's not I, – I think you're better off going with Derek Carr over Mariota. And it, so it comes down to Carr or Wilson for me. And I just – I don't know. I, I could see Carr. I just – I just, for some reason, I'm going to say Russell Wilson just based on um, he's he's only got one where to go right now, and I feel like it's up. So he didn't play oh, that bad against Jacksonville either. No, it, it looks like it's getting better. Um, I'm going to lean with Carr just because I Devontae Adams, like you see what he did last week. Um, yeah. and, and they're in the games. Like the Raiders are in – Football game. They're winning. They're, winning. Football. they're, 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 they're seventeen points almost every ex- fucking game. Exactly. They're win- winning football so it's games. Their defense really, and they can't hold on to a lead. So yeah, yeah, I I would start Carr just because fantasy wise, he's able to put up points with Devontae Adams. Waller's coming back. Um, I need to see more from Wilson. That's pretty much it. Like if this was the beginning of the year, I would say Russell Wilson because you know we're all assuming that they're going to have a big. Uh, you know, big time offense, but yeah, I, I'm going to go with Claudio here with, with with David Carr or Derek Carr. All right, so we got another one here. Pick two out of these four half point PPR: uh, Hopkins, Gabe Davis, Godwin, and Rondell Moore. Godwin and Moore. Those are my two. Yeah. Just I, Gabe Davis. You don't know because if Allen's out, you you think uh, Case Keenum's going to be throwing it 50 yards downfield to. Gabe Davis? Yeah. I don't know. And I already think – I think Hopkins is a sit this week. So, I just uh, – by that, I'm going to go with Moore and Goodwin. Godwin. Godwin. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if, if Allen's playing, then, yeah, you go with Gabe Davis, in my opinion. But, but yeah, if not, yeah, Godwin and Moore. Uh, yeah, Ramsey's going to be on Hopkins. He's going to try to shut him down. Um, so, even if Hopkins has a decent game, Rondell Moore's more a uh, chance of having a bigger game. True. I, I I'm gonna go with Gabe Davis if it's obviously if it's Allen, Gabe Davis, and Godwin. But if Allen's sitting, like I agree with Jacko, I don't think you're gonna be seeing these bombs that Gabe Davis. I think it'll be a, a different type of offense for the Buffalo Bills. If that's the case, I, yeah, I, I like Godwin and Rondell more. If 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 uh, Allen's sitting, but all right, I just think Gabe Davis is not. He's only had three weeks of fantasy points over in double digits. You know, I just don't think he's that good. I think he's all hype. He's, you know, to me, he had, he's had one week over 20 points. And that was when he had that huge week with the two touchdowns where he had 32 and then uh, two other weeks where he had 16 and 18 outside of that, he's had six, two, five, five and a half, 5.3. Like, I just don't see the Gabe Davis love, man. I just I've I had him initially, and I just got so frustrated with him and freaking just dropped I, him in the leagues. I think it's the love has revolved around uh, you know Allen. Obviously, it's it's Allen can make guys you know look spectacular. Obviously, it, it's it's been rough goings. I mean, it's like you said, three weeks, but I think you give him some time, he's gonna end up finding him wide open, and you're gonna get some chunk plays. I mean. He had a big, what, 98-yard? Was it 98, 99-yarder? He, he's capable of doing that. Oh, yeah. He's capable of doing that. I think also a couple of those weeks he, he did have that injury. So you, yeah. I don't want to I don't want to make an excuse for him, but I, I, I like, I like the game. Gabe, play. Yeah, I, I like a Gabe Davis if Josh Allen is the quarterback. If not, 
then I'm just I'm questioning the entire offense, including Gabe Davis, because Josh Allen makes everybody better. He just he's that kind of player. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I the potential's there. You know, just mm-hmm. haven't really seen the fruits of the labor this year for fantasy. You know, just it was uh. It's kind of like with Isaiah McKenzie. McKenzie, everybody, everyone loves him. Projections are always super high. He gets all these high ratings, and he should, he throws the same numbers up. It's like, it's it's frustrating. I mean, Diggs is their guy there, right? And then you know that's why they went out and got Hines, and they're talking about really needing to go get OBJ because they need another receiver that they can. Uh, they need to make a push. They feel they need to make a push to go get something. Um, you know, obviously they didn't do it. They made some moves trade deadline but they didn't pull the trigger on getting a big wide receiver but it sounds like they really want obj so i don't know but yeah it'll be crazy man yeah for sure we got another question here we got uh james connor or jeff wilson jr half ppr i mean i, I i'm going with jeff wilson all yeah. day long he's going against the browns one of the worst teams against the, the run um um, so, and James Conner has been very hot and cold all year. Uh, so that's a no brainer for me, Jeff Wilson. What do you guys think? I'm going to go with Jeff Wilson just because like you said, James Conner has been struggling that Arizona offense has been struggling. Um, you know, that, like I said, that, that graphic that Jackal shared, James Conner is a, a disappointment. He's a, he's one of the disappointing picks, uh, this season. Jeff Wilson's, you know, from that game we saw, he looks like he's re-energized and, and, and ready to play for uh, Mike McDaniel. So I, I would say that Wilson could have a, a bigger day um, compared to James Conner. I just don't trust James Conner. So Conner's back. He, uh, you know, he came back last week. So he killed all the shares of like Eno Benjamin and everybody mm-hmm. else, you know, in, in the backfield for, for the Cardinals. He played 72% of the snaps, uh, which – was the season high for him, uh, which means all the way back to week one, unfortunately. Um, but he's a guy that is a is a threat out of the backfield as well as, you know, uh, rushing as well as uh, receiving out of the backfield. Sorry. Um, I, I think he definitely has value. I, the cloudiness with the Mostert in Miami, just this is a really good question. Um, I, I don't know. You could – I want to say all three of us go with Wilson, but I could see Connor outperforming. Um, but there's just the matchup. You know, I think you guys are right, though, with the matchup for Wilson. You know what? I'm going to go with Wilson. Screw it. Talk myself into it. Yeah. Yeah, well, because the Rams' D is pretty decent, you know, against the run. Yeah, against the run. So, yeah. so you got you got everything going, pointing towards Wilson. So that's all you can do. Go with go with what, what the stats and what the what, – you know, everything's telling you, then cross your fingers. That's it. You know, right? <laughs> Brady or Stafford? Yes, Brady or Stafford. (laughs) Oh, shoot. I mean, I think uh, Stafford's going against the Cardinals, right? Yeah. Yeah. Brady's going against the Seahawks. Yeah, Stafford against against the Cardinals. I would go Stafford against the Cardinals. That's me. Wow. What's Brady got? Jesus, he threw the ball almost 60 times against the Rams. Holy shit. Yeah. 58 attempts. Wow. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Stafford. 
I don't know. I just don't like Tom Brady. Tom Brady's just too – Tampa's too – he needed Gronk to come back with him. He just – I don't know. I just can't trust Tommy B. Cardinals are giving up 68.6 uh, completion percentage to quarterbacks. They're, uh, they're number three in giving up yards uh, against the pass. So mm-hmm. I would go ahead and start a Stafford. I still wouldn't start an Allen Robinson. But I'd start a Matthew Stafford. <laughs> sleeper, Van Jefferson. There's a sleeper. Okay. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Is there any more questions? Is there any more questions? We can hit them up quick, quick. If not, we've been going for an hour. This 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 show goes so quick, man. I love it. Like it we does. you know, we, we, we start talking, we start getting into stuff and and it's just, it's cool. You know, all of a sudden yep. we're an hour, 17 minutes in. Never going to be like keeping it 100. Never going to be a three hour show. Oh that's my for God. Sure. You guys are fucking insane. The, mar- yeah, the fucking I'm marathon. Not, I'm not up for the three hour show. But I, I, yeah. keeping it 100, yeah, I do it on Wednesday nights. Back to back nights? No, bro. No. no. But you don't need to. We need to just get this information out. And hopefully everybody's enjoying this. And keep winning and money, boys. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I wish we, we, you know, maybe next year, maybe we'll we'll start talking about DFS stuff too a little bit. But you know, it's uh, it's hard. You know, then it's a whole another whole yeah. other ball game. It's a whole two hour strat- show. Whole another yeah, strategy. It's definitely a two you know? hour show. Yeah, but if you have any questions, you can always throw questions at us if it's DPS, DFS questions yeah. about players. Also, but, shoot us, hit us up on Twitter. You know, you definitely could hit us up at the network TTNL or hit us all up here. I sometimes our names are here, um, which we can <laughs> put up here. There you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, hit us up on Twitter if you have any questions. Um, yeah. Follow the network like we were talking about. Hit us up on uh, hit us Patreon, www.thetapeneverlies.com. An amazing show coming up tomorrow night. Mr. Kenneth Davis joining the boys um, as the TTNL crew packs their bags and heads to Chicago this weekend um, to get into all sort of fuckery and oh, yeah. shenanigans. Um, and hopefully a fucking big W for our boys in blue um, and orange, navy and orange, which would be our beloved Chicago Bears and fucking quarterback JF1. I fucking am envious you guys are going, man. So um, I hope you guys have a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. We will, definitely. We're going to miss you. Yeah, going to miss you. Next year, next year. Yeah, All, right. All right, guys. For Claudio Jacko, I'm Ivan Vargas. It's been keeping it fantasy. We're out of here. Peace. Mustache, right?